when you're able to sit in discomfort and say, I don't need to be happy 100% of the time that I can be in acceptance, full acceptance of this moment and honor what I'm feeling, that's the key. Hey, I'm your host, Ronya Sakata, queen of joy. That's how my friends call me talking to you from Zurich, Switzerland. I want to make this world more joyful and playful and colorful because we don't have a guarantee for tomorrow. So let's enjoy today. Will you join me? I'm all in. I founded the Joy Academy for exactly that reason. And on the Let's Create Joy podcast, we talk visions, dreams, self-care, habits, challenges, creating joy and much more in motivational solo episodes at the beginning of the month and inspiring talks with my wonderful guests. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at joyismycompass for getting fun and tangible daily inspiration for our monthly topic. You make the difference and you are the most important person in your life. Yes, we can live our best lives right now while we have our big vision in our head and heart. Let's dive right in. Enjoy. Welcome Celeste Lawson on the Let's Create Joy podcast. I'm so happy that you are here. And as always, I ask, who are you? What do you do? And what brings you joy? And how do you create joy in your everyday life? And, and I'm so happy that you will tell us where you live. Everything is so, so exciting. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me, Rania. Um, as you said, I'm Celeste Lawson. I'm the founder of Melanin Tours. And so essentially um, we help um, busy professionals, military veterans and soon to be retirees streamline and envision Uh, moving to Costa Rica, where I moved two years ago. (laughs) And so I help other um, people just kind of get out of the rat race and move to um, a place that's a little bit slower pace of living, better quality of life, better food, better cost of living. (laughs) And in terms of um, what I do for joy, um, (laughs) I feel like that's an ongoing development. (laughs) But for now, and I mean, I, you moved to Costa Rica, right? For a reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so definitely fortunate in that regard. There's um, so many things to do in terms of like um, nature and different, um, you know, amenities to do, you know, everything from volcanoes, waterfalls, and it's all right here. So um, I, oh, so that reminds me. So I have to get back to it, but for the past a um, couple of months, my husband and I, we've done what I call Adventure Thursday. And so it's just uh, one day a week where we get out of the house and just enjoy the, you know, beautiful surroundings that we have. It can, you know, easy to become complacent in a place like this <laughs> and you forget like all the magic that surrounds you. So, you know, we'll just kind of take off on a little small road trip, maybe 30 minutes to an hour away and go to a new volcano or a new waterfall that we haven't visited or whatever a spa treatment (laughs) so I I look forward to Adventure Thursdays (laughs) I like to um I have a couple of series that I that I catch up on on HBO I think right now I'm watching The Time Traveler's Life 
Um, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always cry at the same spots. And my husband is like, you saw this movie for 20 times. Are you actually really crying at the same? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was so a little torn as well because I love the movie as well. And then the series is obviously, you know, a little bit deeper into the wife's story. Okay. So, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I have to look into that. Thank you. But yeah, that's me and Joy. Um, You know, just finding time to just be in the moment and just be thankful and grateful for life, ups and downs, (laughs) whatever comes. But when you look back, like before you were an entrepreneur, or did you do other companies before you um, founded Melanin Tours? I did. I did a couple of um, MLM companies and started another, um, like an online uh, shoe store. Yeah. Um, but this, I would feel like this is the first um, venture that I was able to truly like see through and nurture into success. So, so this, I always admire people who are brave enough to leave a job, which is a secure spot, right? If, and if you like your job, that's a bonus and where it, it can be your thing to be in a job as an employee. But when you like jump and do your own thing, was that a reason for you like to, to seek more joy, to be more um independent and can that you can choose yourself whatever you want to do like adventure thursdays (laughs) so my story is a a little bit different so i'm a military veteran that served in iraq and um so that was in 2005 2006 and as most um people who struggle with ptsd it can take um, quite some time to really understand exactly what's going on and why you're always feeling like crap. <laughs> and so um, it wasn't until 2019 when I decided to take another job um, outside of the military in Iraq. And it took only maybe three weeks for everything to just kind of come tumbling down and then really realizing what was going on and needing to seek help. And so I was kind of, um, my body decided that it was time (laughs) to do something else. (laughs) And so from there, um, I just started to think about, like really journal and think about what is it that I want from life and how do I want, like, how do I see myself living five, 10 years from now? Like, what is ideal? And that was possible, but what is ideal? Yes, that's and, a big, big, big trick, right? If yeah, you stay exactly. within what's possible in your mind, you are like, yeah, trapped in, in a very small field. But if you allow to flow with whatever comes to your mind, that's so magical. Exactly. And so, um, it's just the magic of, you know, looking back to the things like the journals and everything that I wrote and everything that's like happened <laughs> since then. It's just been really a really magical journey. So I'm definitely been, you know, very joyful and happy for that. <laughs> and you, you like created it again, like kind of from scratch, right? With, with yeah, uh... yeah. So uh, when I got to Costa Rica, um, March 1st of 2020, um, so, okay, we'll back up. 
<laughs> Winter 2019. No, everything so you're wanting to share. <laughs> I've decided, so I'm living in Maryland, and um, I've never been a person who enjoyed um, cold or cooler weather, and so I decided this is my last winter. Like, I absolutely cannot do this. Like, I do not want to live this way, and so um, initially, I looked to move to places like Loja, Ecuador, um, Salvador, Brazil, and for whatever reason at that time, it just seemed really difficult to get there in terms of like doing online research and figuring out how to fly there. And um, at the time, Southwest had uh, sales on flights to Costa Rica. And so I thought to myself, well, I'm sure I could figure out my life on a beach in Costa Rica. <laughs> Dream so of every Swiss it. person over here, I tell you. <laughs> yes. So I, um, I put my condo on the market. Um, booked a ticket. Um, initially, um, I was supposed to leave in January, but that did not happen. And um, it worked out. I followed my intuition and that deal ended up falling through. And so we got another buyer at the table and I rebooked my flight for March 1st. And I said, I don't care what's going on. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and so I got on the plane March 1st, got to Costa Rica, took a couple of weeks just to kind of decompress, um, keep to myself, just went to the beach and the pool. And then as I'm ready to emerge and explore the rest of the country, oh, well, there's this virus. <laughs> and um, we're closing the borders, the airports are shutting down. So if you're leaving, you have two days. And so my initial thought, because, you know, back then we were like, oh, this will be over June. <laughs> so I, you know, my initial thought was to go back and sign closing docs. And, you know, if I felt the inkling to come back, to come back. And so, but then I said to myself, well, do you really want to sleep on your mother's couch? <laughs> like, so you have this place here um, for the rest of the month. And then next month, you just figure out what's next. Um, and that's what I decided to do. And two weeks later, I met my husband. Um, actually, on the day that I was initially scheduled, initially scheduled to leave. So. Oh, I love this so much. It's yeah. just, and if you listen to your intuition, you get magic like this, right? Exactly. And so from there, um, you know, for the first six months, it was just like completely, oh, I'm retired life. I'm going to the beach every day and we're partying, having fun. <laughs> But then at some point, um, and what most people who retire early find, find to be true is that um, it's important to have meaningful work. Um. So even, you know, if you're not necessarily working for another company, um, but you, you need to have meaningful work to, you know, find joy and purpose. And so um, I found myself answering questions in expat groups on Facebook, probably about 10 to 20 hours a week. Oh, <laughs> wow. Internet, for like free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, the biggest or the question I would get most often would be, well, which areas should I um should I move to or should I research? And so I thought to myself, well, wouldn't it be amazing if someone offered an experience that would allow people to drill down where, where in Costa Rica would be the best fit for them based on budget, lifestyle, and preferences, and then actually have the opportunity to tour those places, you know, real estate, community offerings, so schools, um, farmers markets, whatever they need to feel like they have the most information to make the most informed decision. And then we ran up the evening with the expat networking dinner. 
And that's where Melanin Taurus was born. So cool. I love how it got born out of a thing you did for free. And then you're like, wait a minute, I could make a business <laughs> out, this, out of this, right? Well, that's funny how that part came along. Um, initially, I started to charge as a deterrent. <laughs> what, what is a deterrent? I have meaning like I, I thought to myself, well, maybe if I charge, people won't ask me all these questions. <laughs> But then as I started to answer more and more questions, I realized that, um, you know, this was an important service and it was really helping people change their lives and achieve their goals. And so I started to take it more seriously. Do you plan to to create an online course like with the basic questions or something or, or a, a book or a like something they can just purchase and then they become your your future clients or is that like that can somebody else can do that i'm not interested in that. <laughs> well there's that's the thing about uh, moving to costa rica there's quite a bit of information and opinions out there in terms of blogs youtube channels um different people um you know giving their experiences and so I think what the magic of Melanin Tours is we help sift through that mountain of information yeah. and figure out what's relevant to you. Yeah. 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 So it's just a more, more elaborate service than just having another, another information in the sea of information. And exactly. I guess, I guess the information has to change or change quickly. So it's, it's not a static uh, pool of information, right? Yeah, exactly. And so that's why um, I never really get too concerned when people ask how long I've been doing this, because everything that's in place now in terms of government regulations and policies and procedures, like that all changed two years ago when COVID came. <laughs> so if I, you know, have been doing this for 20 years and not kept up with the recent changes, they wouldn't matter. So it doesn't matter if I started And I feel like that's an um, important thing for anyone who's, you know, approaching entrepreneurship. It doesn't matter when you start or how much experience you have. Like there's someone who needs your specific, um, your gifts, your knowledge, the, you know, your special sauce. <laughs> someone yeah, is you did things before becoming an entrepreneur and this experience counts, you know, it's not exactly. wiped away because you have a, an offer now like tied to these and these things you are a, a super package of your whole life like with your everything you experienced or learned or whatever I mean I'm a trained food engineer and now I'm a joy coach really nothing <laughs> it couldn't be more different but doesn't matter I yeah I I learned so much there too about people and how teams work and exactly and, and, and relationships and so on so I love that and how cool is that you met your husband at the day you would have left that's just for me <laughs> you know I met my husband luckily after two weeks in Japan you know there are other couples they meet like the last night before you go back after a year of staying there it's like no we could have met earlier but um We did a great job in, in that department, I think, when, yeah, <laughs> yes. just so cool. And how, how did your, did you have to build up your intuition again, or was it always with you, even in the military? Or I, I have no idea about military besides of <laughs> movies. 
but I guess there is not so much room for intuition or is it, is it not going away even with all the drills and the orders? So that's a great question. Um, yeah, most veterans do initially struggle when they leave the service because, you know, for however many years, you've essentially lived your life in a way where you're told what to do, when to do it, where to be, what to wear, <laughs> what to say. Um, so yes, it can be a struggle making that adjustment. Um, but I feel like for me, so to answer your initial question, I did have to rebuild my intuition. Like I always remember um, from a very young age, just um, being really um, grounded and sure in who I was and what I wanted to do. Um, but after returning from Iraq, um, that foundation just started to crumble. And I um, feel like once I made the decision to move to Maryland in 2012 after finishing my degree, for a period of about three months, I was homeless, like living in a shelter homeless. Even though I had a job making, you know, like $35,000 a year, it's an extremely difficult um, area to move to sight unseen and without resources, which probably ties into why I do what I do now. <laughs> yeah, but see, um, that's like your whole experience brings brings your exactly. expertise and your your like motivation to to one point to here and yeah. now yeah and so um just from that experience um I lost a lot of um courage I guess is the best way to describe it um for a period I would book flights and cancel it on the way to the airport uh, <laughs> uh I just became like really um isolated and just afraid to make mistakes and make, um, you know, like the wrong choice. And so I lost the ability to trust myself and, you know, my gut. And it's never a good feeling to depend on other people <laughs> to direct you and how you should live your life. And so um, I would say what broke me out of that is, um, I don't know what caused me to um, build up the courage, but I put in for a vacation two weeks from the time and um, booked the flight to Dubai, <laughs> which is one of my favorite places in the world. I visited three times and I was so sure that I would move there, but <laughs> it's not in the cars, at least not yet. Quite Maybe different than Costa Rica, right? Yes, but um, for some reason, Dubai just always felt feels like home when I'm there. I don't know if it's the variety or what, but um, I'm the type of person I need a lot of variety in life, a lot of change. And so I booked that flight, um, went, uh, made it to the plane, <laughs> went for a week. And um, that that is where I started to rebuild, like trusting myself. And I remember um, my the last journal or, um, um abundance planner that I used in 2019 I remember that was one of my goals to learn how to trust myself again <laughs> oh wow and and how did you do that with journaling solely or did you have a coach no I um read a lot of books on um acceptance and commitment therapy um cognitive behavioral therapy um Dr. Caroline Leaf, she has a great um, framework 
under um, neuroplasticity. She calls, um, well, her latest book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, pretty much maps out her five-step process with that, okay. that and therapy. <laughs> and therapy, not only yes. reading books, because I think books, books are brilliant, but if but you can have some support, yeah. help of a, of a other human, that's just so, so, so helpful. Yeah, I mean, even with like this new framework that I just mentioned, um, like she has an app that um, for the day, like it walks you through the five steps of the framework. But can you explain four, it? Do you know it by heart? You don't have to. Um, yeah, so pretty much your uh, step one is to gather. So when you start to have like, um, you know, negative and troubling thoughts, step one is to kind of gather information on what the thought is and um you know what does it mean i think i remember all of it <laughs> yeah you don't have to tell it but it would be so cool to just uh, have it in the podcast but you can you can pass if you <laughs> anytime <laughs> but yeah um but it, it's actually you know i think i have that journal with me right here give me one second that would be so cool because I think really frameworks are so helpful and some of them are like, oh, wow, that speaks to me. I need this, you know, and then people can buy this book or then it's just nice to hear it from you, explained from you and that's it. So um, I love, I love um, options. Yeah, pretty much you're, um, you know, you're on the lookout for a different physical and emotional warning signs. And from there, you just kind of take the cue into like um, thinking about, you know, what the toxic, so you work on one toxic thought for 63 days. Um, and then from that, you start to build out a, um, a tree. So the branches and the leaves are like um, your behaviors and emotions, the, I feel like I'm going <laughs> to, I, I don't want this to feel like a test, you know, <laughs> we can put it into the show notes. Don't, don't. Yeah. Worry. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Let's do that. It sounds really interesting. And I want to know, you know, I'm like, tell me. But yes, you not about the framework. Yeah. So I wanted to say about this. So day four, she kind of act accurately depicts, or I think so the whole framework is rooted in how the brain actually creates neurons based on um, thought patterns. And so um, based on the level of like um, brain activity, like she kind of knows scientifically, like by day four, you're feeling pretty <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and so I feel like those are the moments where it's good to have like a um, qualified professional to kind of just like it deep dig deeper into like those thoughts and they can get easy to get lost. <laughs> yeah, it's like you have a guide within the process and somebody's taking care of you who you trust and 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 like. Otherwise, it wouldn't be your therapist or or coach. Exactly. So you built up your intuition, like starting in Dubai, but, but like the steps, how long did it take you? Or like, I think it's so encouraging just the fact, like you came from 
this this trauma and and living in a shelter to like I decide to go all in and, and look at you now and of course I mean people can say yeah well you were lucky you met your husband in Costa Rica well <laughs> I create my reality I know that you are on this train too you're right with, yes absolutely with the thoughts create things and we can create our reality and you're the best proof of of that oh yeah absolutely because when I first got here I was adamant about not meeting anyone I was maybe six months out of a relationship and was going through my healing you know process and just was not interested in meeting anyone and then when I decided to stay I energetically you know, gave myself permission to meet someone. So I said to myself, well, I guess I might as well meet someone. <laughs> and then a couple of days later, there he was. <laughs> You're a manifester. <laughs> That's so cool. And I think I it's think so helpful. Am. If and you are in, in, in the relationship department, if you are really like done, like I don't want to meet anybody, this frees up so much energy instead of like, where is he? Where is she? You know, where are they? Like this pressure puts everything down. But then when you're like, I don't need anybody, it's like so helpful. So I, I had that too before I, I was, oh, I was in love always, fell in love with guys and they didn't want me. And, and after I decided eh, all men can go to hell, I don't need anybody. <laughs> I wasn't alone since then. And uh, I met my husband 21 years ago. So yeah, it's, right. good. it's a good thing to have like clean slate. I don't need anybody. And then everything is possible on that, on that basis. Yeah, I mean, to answer your question, um, that trip to Dubai, I believe, was in 2016. And it was, I would say, probably 2019 before um, I really felt like, okay, I'm not sure exactly what existence I've been living, but it's not true to who I am inside. And so now it's time to make some changes. And um, it took a lot of faith. <laughs> it wasn't an easy transition. Um, it took a lot of faith, but it was so worth it. And what did you, what, what was helping you through that besides the therapy and everything? Like, is it a decision or was it a, a, a continuing growing feeling like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this. I want a brilliant life and I'm my own I'm here for me. I'm responsible for me. I take full responsibility and off I go. I feel like that's the, the, the starting point, but then just having a support system that you can depend on is vital for me. Um, so like, um, you know, I have a best friend. We've been best friends for about 15 years. We met actually in Iraq <laughs> And, you know, we've gone through our ups and downs and our separation periods, but we always come back to each other. And my husband, he is very patient and understanding. And I think um, we've grown together because there were um, just in our time together, it helped him understand 
his father's um, PTSD that he never realized that he had while he was growing up. And so, you know, they were able to repair that relationship. And so just in, you know, being together, we learn more about each other and ourselves. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's, that, that's what a relationship can be, right? Like growing yeah. together. And it's not that I like, you have to make me happy and you have to behave in such and such way. You can do cool things. That is the key. Life. When you're able to sit in discomfort and say, I don't need to be happy 100% of the time that I can be in acceptance, full acceptance of this moment and honor what I'm feeling. That's the key. Yeah. And I think we are very, very distracted or it's very easy to be distracted. Be, like, yeah. In earlier days, you had to work. I don't know how many were hours they were working, like 80 hours per week. You didn't have time to think. And now we just can scroll and take in so much information. But if you sit, <laughs> if you sit without distraction and just ask yourself, who, who am I and what, what, how do I feel? That's so powerful. And what do I want? <laughs> yeah, what do I want? I mean, I wrote the whole book about that. What do you want? What do you want? Yeah. And yeah, just a friend of mine, a relative of her died like, I don't know, yesterday evening. And life is short. Like, let's, you, you never know. It's, I mean, my message is so simple, <laughs> but it's, it's just a fact. You could be dead this afternoon. And that's why you want to have a brilliant time now. And it's a decision again. And it's not, and I always point that out, it's not a fake smile in a situation you hate, but you fake that you like it. That's not joy. You really, I mean, leaving the States and going to Costa Rica is not just easy. It's it's ups and downs <laughs> and, 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 and a lot of, things you have to do that's why you offer your service right if i book vip yes. with you you just take care of everything but even then the, the emotions of leaving your own country is not yeah you have to honor yeah it. it's a lot yeah it's a lot so what do you want and really go for it doesn't have to be easy easy but like it's worth like you say it's worth Exactly. and I really love your adventure Thursdays I mean do you do that like planned like we go to this waterfall or do you just go like oh let's turn left let's turn right <laughs> or is that not, not working or was it uh, no I typically I have a plan that. before we leave home okay <laughs> You could you could try that for for one time. I don't know if that's working, you know, if if that's a smart thing to do in Costa Rica. But I just like the, the coincidence feeling, like ooh, let's go right or just go with the intuition. Like I feel like you, there's um, such a large rabbit hole you could <laughs> run down. Um, yeah, there's just so much to do and so much to see here. Um, so there's a company here that actually sells like one of those scratch off maps. There's like a okay. hundred things you should do in Costa Rica before you die. <laughs> Different places. You have, you you have one of those? 
I don't. I should get one. Yeah, that would be cool. I wonder how many I could check off. <laughs> Do you? But you shouldn't die after if you live there. Oh, no, 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 no. We're good <laughs> on the dying part. <laughs> but but um, are there? I guess a million thing you could do, right? Yeah. So the hundred things is that's a selection already. Yes, they yeah. um. Yeah, I'll find the company or the the actual map and send you a link to it so you can see what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. And how many of these hundreds do you think have you already? ticked off i have no idea <laughs> i that's why i should go ahead and buy the map so i can get on this and are you the kind of person who wants to go back where she were or you need a new thing every time i think that's so interesting it's so different for yeah i rarely backtrack in life and you know on anything um so yeah i'm that person who likes new variety and trying new things. Well, with within personal reason, I'll say. <laughs> like I'm not um, I'm not like an adventurous street food eater, <laughs> like things like that. Like I have a host of food sensitivities. So, <laughs> so I'm cautious in regards to things like that. But um, if someone said, hey, you know, what would you think about waking up tomorrow and moving to this country like i would give it a strong consideration oh really even now yeah With i mean business. a couple months ago i was like you know what we should move to antigua i really liked it there we spent a week there in april i was like i really liked it there we should move there but is my husband antigua next to guadeloupe or is that the guatemala okay yeah my husband, he's the anchor. So whenever I'm like up in the clouds, <laughs> wanting to just like um, jump on a boat or um, explore the world, or, you know, live in the south of France for three months, it's like, okay, let's bring it down. Let's talk about it. <laughs> What's the plan? <laughs> okay, we can make a plan. <laughs> but you would, you would, like your absolutely ideal future would be that, like one year here, one year there, or would you miss even more complicated than that? My ideal future is to live in four different countries every year, and every year in four different ones than last year. So that I'm not a hundred percent on just yet, but I um. So when I started doing my visualizations, probably in 2018, 2019, I saw myself. Um, leasing like a penthouse in New York City, um, having a, an apartment in Rio, um, a condo in Dubai, and I forget where the other place was. <laughs> Costa Rica on the list or not? It was not because um, uh, back like then I, not, but today what is what is your top four? Is it the same like Dubai? Yes, Costa Rica. Um, yes or no. I don't know. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. I think, um, unfortunately, I've gotten a little stuck in what, no, I won't say, I won't say I've gotten stuck in what's possible. I've gotten stuck in um, what are my greatest priorities right now. And so I've taken on some family responsibilities that mean a little bit more to me than travel, even though travel will always be my first love. That definitely is what 
inspires me and sparks joy. <laughs> in fact, my therapist um, tells me like, well, you shouldn't have to leave the country to leave your house. <laughs> so um, yeah, so right now it's just a matter of like what priorities you know, are most important to us as a family in terms, instead of just like, um, it's like, this is actually interesting. So I was having a conversation with someone last night about um, my um, financial philosophy. So when I think about values and what's important to me in life, they fall into four financial categories. <laughs> and that's financial security. So my ability to pay my bills, cover my living expenses, um, comfortably. And so for me, um, I feel like I need about a minimum of $4,000 a month for that. Um, financial ease would be level two. So that would be the ability to cover those expenses as well as um, emergencies or large purchases. And so for that, it would be $8,000 a month. Level three, financial freedom. So now I have the ability to travel, and um, just really um, have the resources to, you know, just get up and go. And for that, um, 12K a month. Um, level four, that pinnacle <laughs> financial overflow. And so that's the space where I'm able to, you know, actually give and create um, more in the world in terms of creating jobs, um, internships. Um, opportunities for marginalized communities to travel and learn more about studying and living abroad, maybe a nonprofit agency. And so that's 15K. <laughs> Let's get there, right? I mean, 15K is not 80K. Yeah, it's not yes. a lot. <laughs> so in I, your ideal world, you could stay in Costa Rica, but like every second month you are away for two weeks would that be the remedy for your for your travel bug uh no <laughs> tell me tell me I, I i'm always fascinated because i'm such yeah, a boring so person i'm like i love it here i love it in japan i love to see new places but i would love to go back to all the places i've been because i loved it so much it's It's, yeah, we are so different spirits, all of us, and I like to explore them. So what would yeah. be ideal? Like, Ideally, okay, so the area that I live in now is um, a beach town 30 minutes from an international airport. So it's a good base to be able to explore and travel from. Um, my current uh, monthly expenses are $1,200 a month. So, you know, that they're cheap. <laughs> so it leaves a lot of opportunity to be able to explore and travel. Um, and I feel like ideally, um, what I saw, I don't, the universe will figure it out. I haven't <laughs> worked out. But like yet. two weeks, every second. No, month, more like three months. Not cutting it. Okay. Yeah. Like at least a month. I feel like you need it at least a month in a place to kind of really um, explore it and feel you know, the soul of the area. And um, I feel like that's important too, because eventually Melon Tours will expand outside of Costa Rica. Wow. And so just to, yeah, have I those experiences that. and that information would be important. So cool. 
Do you know Brandy Jones, who lives part-time in, in France? No. We ha I have to connect you with her. I mean, I just know her a little bit, but we have a, a friend, a, a common friend, and uh, yeah. I feel like that's on the horizon for me because I've always been enamored with South of France. So like yes. as Nice. Um, and as of like the past couple of months, like I really had like this burning desire to learn French, Ooh. even though it seems difficult. And so I've even um, been tinkering with starting um, classes next month. So I feel like it may be on the horizon for me, at least the oh. visit. The universe is like, yeah. I mean, French people love when you speak French. Yes. They don't. They don't approve. I mean, the Netherlands or even Switzerland. If you speak English, everybody tries the hardest to give you their best English. But French people are like, ooh, you don't speak in French. France. So yeah, you're in France. What are you talking about? No, it, I think it changed a little bit. But when I was a kid and we went to France to, to visit because Switzerland is next to, next to France, they were like, yeah. And I hated <laughs> French in school, like with my whole heart. It was, but some sticked, you know, I had nine years of French, um, no, even more, <sighs> even more 12 years of French. But, you know, um, I feel like I had about that same amount of time in Spanish back in the States, but it wasn't when I got here, I was still like at maybe an A2 um, beginner's level. Um, so between so my husband is Nicaraguan. So between our daily conversations in Spanish, taking online lessons and uh, working through apps, my fluency has expanded exponentially <laughs> increase yeah and you know what i think is just the biggest key is your motivation if you don't want to learn a language and you're like i hate it your brain is not working it's just not happening i yeah. learned japanese in a half a year and when i was there after three months i talked to my husband then not husband boyfriend no not we weren't even a, a couple yet but we were talking Friend. for 20 <laughs> minutes at the phone and i was like Yes, you know, before I was like using my hands or I was drawing sketches to to explain things, and oh, it was so fast. <laughs> yeah, because Google Translate wasn't around then. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Everybody was like, but you know, I believe not. I believe for me, past lives are a fact. So, like, I felt so home in Japan, and um, it was just really like coming home and. I believe that this is one of the reasons. And, and I guess you learning French and you are comfortable in Dubai, I would bet you could see some cool stuff happening there. Yeah. I don't know how many hundreds of years ago. So <laughs> that's really, that's what, for me, I had so many experiences on my, on my like bucket list, but since I am into past lives, I'm like, well, I lived everywhere already. I'm not so stressed out anymore. Like I need to go there, there and there and there. It's like, well, I can choose. I don't have to hurry. And uh, yeah, that feels kind yeah. of, kind of good. I can definitely um, see that. I've um, been feeling, I feel like there's like a collective shift of this feeling of slowing down 
and easing into rest and not needing to be on the go and achieving. <laughs> you know, I had an interview with Sharita, our, our friend, and she yes. said rest is productive. That's one of my favorite quotes of her. And uh, she, she heard that somewhere, but now for me, it's Sharita, Sharita's <laughs> quote, rest is productive. I love that because I'm good at resting, very good. And sometimes I find myself very lazy, but then now with that mantra, I'm like, no, rest is productive. Yes. And necessary for joy. <laughs> yes. Yes. And for, for having energy to, to enjoy whatever you are creating for, for experiencing in your life. Yes. So three months, every no, I don't, I don't even remember your amount of traveling, which will, would feed your soul until on, on the top. <laughs> well, I do a lot of traveling um, in general. This year, my travel schedule has been really, really busy. Um, in the month of March alone, um, I, <laughs> I was in Baltimore, um, New York, South Carolina, Texas, Guatemala. Um, then I was home in Costa Rica for a few weeks. And then I was in Panama. I've been to the States probably three times this year. I've done a lot of traveling this year. <laughs> so you feel like, ah, that's what I'm talking about. Or is it like, no, friends, French, that's what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, so to your point, um, like, of course, I like to go back and visit family and friends, but I am yearning for new experiences. I feel like there are so many places, so many countries that I haven't visited yet. There's so much out there to discover. So yeah, it's the new variety for me. And I mean, Europe is so narrow, you know, you can just hop, country hop and city hop, even by train or, or, or the flights are very short. I, yeah, I think the fly, the flying is really not good for our planet. So I'm reluctant, but I'm, I, it's <laughs> impossible to walk to Japan. So I'm flying there, you know, but in Europe, I love to take the train if somehow possible schedule wise or, but I have, yeah, I have, yeah, I don't have many regrets, but I definitely regret um, last October, I went to visit my sister in Germany and um, for a week and so I'm this person, I will go anywhere and just, I could sleep in the hotel the whole trip and be perfectly content. <laughs> as long as I have a beautiful surrounding and lots of rest, I'm happy. But I do wish, I didn't realize how close everything was by train. And so I was like, oh, I could have been in France and this place and that place. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, within a week, that. that's like Japanese style, you know, they do Europe in one week because they have maybe one week of vacation their whole life celeste oh, wow. their whole life so you have to see europe otherwise yeah my 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 father-in-law he came over after retiring he came over for three months and uh yeah then like that's kind of my pace like then you can really experience things and he yes. went to Barcelona on his own because I had to stay home because of Mika, my daughter. So um, yeah, I, I booked him a really stylish design hotel for boys. You know, it was very manly with all the materials and everything. 
and he had a great time there. So that was, that was such a good experience also for him because, yeah, he's very cautious and, and not, not exploring type at all. But um, yeah, I like to stay longer too because, as you say, the soul of a place is... Uh, I love normal life. I like my normal life. You know, the, I don't, it's not the steadiness. Every day is different. I don't have a schedule, which is every day the same, but like the soul of, of a city, if you are there in normal life, you can see people or even recognize people or at the bakery where I was living, I forgot my purse. And then they said, well, you can bring the money tomorrow. Of course I was like, the foreigner, you know, like written on my forehead. I could could not ex- escape that payment if they if I would run. Like <laughs> it was a very very interesting uh, experience, and I love to stay there for a half a year. So, yeah, those are the the kind of experiences I enjoy creating for my clients. Um, yeah. Like most tourists focus on, you know, like tourist things to do. Um, and just kind of like the highlights of an area. But if you are, you know, you visited Costa Rica or you, you know, saw it online, you're like, oh man, that sounds amazing. I wonder what it's like to live there. It doesn't really serve you to come and do a week long um, trip of tours. Like you really want to be able to see what, like, how can I envision what this would be like for me? And what I really love, I didn't know that you are a veteran yourself. You can understand all the other um, challenges they are facing, right? Depending yeah. on how long they're back or, or like where they are on, on their journey. Exactly. So like healthcare is a big, um, something really important to veterans. Um, just like the ease of transition, so like I mentioned, you know, you previously always had someone else doing these things for you and it can become quite overwhelming um, having to do these things for yourself for the first time. And as well as um, just kind of helping them understand the how easy it is um, to qualify for residency um, in Costa Rica, you know, based off that status. So, Yeah. That was my question for France. The European Union is not easy to take Americans as a resident. Um, or is it easy? <laughs> I don't know, because Switzerland is not in the EU because we are stubborn mountain people. We are not <laughs> part of the club. And uh, yeah, but I don't know the rules. I bet they are quite harsh. Yeah, from what I understand, it is a quite difficult process to get um, residency and citizenship in EU countries. Yeah, because in Switzerland, it's practically not possible. If you are not working for a big company, they take care of everything for your visa, working visa. And then maybe if you stay long enough or you marry a Swiss person. I was, you know, when, 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 my, when I came back and I was checking out how my husband could join me here, um, I asked it from a Japanese store, like a grocery store. I loved the, the, the boss of that company. And I was like, I have a boyfriend now. How can he stay here? 
Is he working in an international company? Nope. Is he a, a chef? Nope. Yeah. So you marry, <laughs> you better marry him right away. Like, no, I don't want to get married. Yeah. But we did, and it was a good decision. And he is now a chef. So that's very interesting. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it fascinating? And could we please just put away all these borders and just share this beautiful world all together? You know, like, oh, come on. I don't know. Maybe we get there, but I don't know if we need to come back in another life to, to experience that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. I always think when I see pictures from space, from, from Earth, I'm so touched. I love this planet so much and it's so freaking tiny in the whole universe and we are living yeah. here. Isn't this amazing? yeah that it's mind-boggling yes in the really, really things, is. like <laughs> how small it is <laughs> yeah and even as you said like there was no google translate and there was no zoom or skype or anything you know and and we can now have an interview like that over the ocean that's yeah. just i remember <laughs> when my father was in the states when he was working there and a phone call of three minutes was like $30 or more. Oh, wow. And the connection was as bad as a, like, if you have just no, no connection, like <laughs> everything is fine. <laughs> you know, that, that was it. Like, bye, have a good time. Yeah. So fun. Like, this is fun to me. And so, you know, uh, inspiring to talk with wonderful people all around the world. What is your message to the world, to this beautiful planet and all the people listening to this? If you have the mic and you have it now and um, <laughs> everybody's listening, what's your message, Celeste? Um, I would just say trust yourself and um, everybody is doing the best that they can in whatever moment. Thank you. You nailing it like other people and like me, like blah 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 blah. <laughs> like bam, that's that's the quote for the end. Thank you so 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 much for your time. Thank you for having and, me. Um, I guess you have to correct me. Melanintourist.com or do you have a different URL? No, that is it. Um, we're under construction with my indecision but we'll be back up and running shortly over the next couple of weeks but yes melanintours.com as as we um go live with this interview you will be gorgeous um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and i know your pictures you took them in baltimore right new york city okay okay with so Demar, the most gorgeous photo shooting i know i know Thank these you. pictures i'm looking forward and i'm looking forward to doing the quotes for the podcast with your pictures if i'm i'm uh, if you allow me to use them oh absolutely so cool thank you so much and um yeah i will put everything like your your uh, instagram and all your handles into the show notes too have a wonderful day you got up early for me thank you for that too <laughs> and um, you're welcome talk to you soon bye talk to you bye what a wonderful conversation with Celeste. I mean, do you feel how adventurous 
life can be when you consider like I could pack my bag and move to another country tomorrow. I'm not that person, but maybe you are. And you heard about Celeste's income goals and like it's just so clear what she wants. And then also there is room for discovery and dreams. I love that so much. So what about you thinking about your dreams and what you want and like building the dream life in your head, in your journal first, and then go and create it. And I have the, the expectation or like, I want my life to be full of joy. And that's my decision. And I create it that way. And I can trust myself. I can... I can rely on my intuition, on my mindset. I think a certain way that I feel a certain way and then I can act a certain way and a certain way like I'm free, I'm full of energy. I can do whatever I want. And sometimes that's like snuggling up at home and not going anywhere, even if the sun is shining. Like I can decide I am free and I can do whatever I want. And I want that for you too. And I invite you to just join the Joy Academy. It's 12 months. It's a full year because change takes time, right? And there are all the topics of your whole life within the Joy Academy. And you work through the ones you are interested in. Like I want change in that area quickly. So dive all in into that area. And first I guide you through a vision envisioning process where you see your big dreams and then you have like priorities like my home needs a redo and I want to declutter everything or maybe your home is pitch perfect is that the right word and you want to focus on your relationships you decide and after this year you are just feeling not not after this year during the year you just feel it like your expansion your trust is building up. You feel at home within yourself. And that's the beauty of it. That's just, ah, you have the power to create your dream life, to let go of the things which are not serving you and to get what you want and build a life where you create joy every day. So join the Joy Academy today. I can't wait meeting you there. Have a great day and check out Celeste's services and websites and Instagram and everywhere. She is just simply amazing. Bye.